Welcome to Morning Meditation with Reverend Tashi Campbell. Thank you for tuning in. I have great news. This episode of Morning Meditation marks the 100th episode overall since I started ministry via podcast. Wow! Hallelujah! 100 episodes in one year. Isn't God good? Please celebrate with me. I just want to give glory to the Almighty God for all His blessings and for His enabling to put these messages out there. I am more than grateful to you, my faithful listeners. You have been a source of encouragement to this work. All of you who tune in via the WordPress platform, the Podbean app, or the YouTube platform, you make it even more worthwhile. First-time listeners, thank you for tuning in. Will you journey with me? I hope you will. Please, subscribe to the YouTube channel or... You may follow the Rev TC Views podcast via the Podbean app, or you may follow my blog. Stay tuned, everyone. Your morning meditation word is coming up in a few seconds. Today's word comes to us from Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone. The devil led him up to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor. It has been given to me. And I can give it to anyone I want to. If you worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered, 
It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. The devil led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down from here. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered, it is said, do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished all his tempting, he left him until an opportune time. This is the reading of a portion of God's holy word. We honor it by saying, thanks be to God. Jesus is tested in the wilderness. In this morning's meditation, you know, I love this particular scripture and i've been reflecting on it particularly the part about jesus being tempted and i want to share three truths with us but before i get to that for to those three truths jesus's tests in the wilderness his temptation in the wilderness those three specific temptations turn stone to bread worship me and i will give you the world if you are the son of god throw yourself down these three specific temptations parallel three significant instances in which Israel failed in the wilderness. So you can, there are a lot of parallels that Luke used because the 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness was parallel to the 40 years that Israel spent in the, in the, in the desert or in the wilderness in the Old Testament. And there are three things there that we would have recognized that uh, in terms of the parallel for this account by Luke and the account in the in the Old Testament. So the first one is this that Israel failed to remember God in the way they gave in to their craving. So remember we're talking about temptation now. And we can see this as well in Psalm 106. Israel failed to remember God in the way that they gave in to their craving. The second thing is that they made a calf and worshipped an idol. And then the third thing is that they tested and rebelled against the spirit of God. My friends, temptation is a very serious thing. And it is important for us to put into perspective what it means when we give in to temptation of course many of us would know the temptation itself is not the sin it is yielding to that temptation that is sin but then when we see jesus here in luke chapter 4 he faithfully jesus the son of god he faithfully resists the devil's temptations showing us what it really means when we say no to temptation and these are the three truths i want to leave with you 
when you look at verse 3, it says the devil said to him, If you are the son of God, if you are the son of God, tell this stone to become bread. You know, one of the things I recognize is that the enemy, Satan, he loves to undermine our identity. So here it is that he, I mean, he knows this is the son of God. He knows that the, that God took on flesh to come into the world for a particular reason. And here it is that Jesus having fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, he would have been weak physically. And now he's coming to him, you know, if you are the son of God, tell this stone to become bread, undermining his identity and his authority. But then guess what? The first truth is this, saying yes to temptation is saying no to God's best for you. Can I say that again? Saying yes to temptation is saying no to God's best for you. Let's jump down to verse 5. The devil led him up to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor. It has been given to me and I can give it to anyone I want to. If you worship me, it will all be yours. Can I tell you this is the second truth that Satan loves to make promises that he knows he cannot deliver. Satan promises things he can't deliver. You just think about it. You just think about it. Satan promises things that he cannot deliver. So here it is that he was there saying, I will give you all their authority and splendor. Really? Jesus? You're going to give Jesus authority and splendor that has been given to you? Who gave you the authority in the first place over the world and the earth realm? You know, and he says he can give it to anyone he wants to. And if you worship me, Satan is always contending for the worship of God. And that is why he loves to distract Christians. He doesn't mind if you're going to church and doing the things that, that people consider to be, you know, in keeping with being a Christian and, and going to church and all of that. He doesn't mind as long as you are not worshiping the most high God. As long as your, your view and perception of God is skewed towards him. He is always contending for the worship of almighty God. And that has been from the beginning of time, from before us. And then thirdly, let's jump down to verse 9. The devil led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down from here. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. Yes, Satan was quoting scripture. But can I tell you? Satan's mode of operation is to twist scripture. You just think about the many ideologies that exist today with people twisting scripture and the church is busy fighting over what to agree on and what not to agree on and coming up with all kinds of interpretations. Interpretation of the scripture is not subjected to whims and fancies and how I feel and how you feel and how anybody feels. It shouldn't. 
when we talk about the interpretation of scripture, we are bringing all of exegesis, Hebrew and Greek to the table, looking at cultural backgrounds, context, literature, language, and everything put together to get the original intent of the author. This is a historical document. So when we talk about um, interpretation of scripture, we're not, we're not talking about how I feel this morning and tomorrow I get up and because I decide that I'm going to pursue a lifestyle that is not in keeping with the principles outlined by God in his word, I'm going to suddenly find some scripture to say, oh yes, this is supported in the Bible. And so I'm okay in doing this. No, Satan's mode of operation is to twist scripture. Let us see him for what he is and what he is about. So, three truths again. Saying yes to temptation is saying no to God's best for you. Satan promises things that he can't deliver. And Satan's mode of operation is to twist scripture. In this morning's meditation, I want to leave with you these two verses coming up in just a couple of seconds well a few but i encourage to you just keep pressing first corinthians 10 verse 13 says no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind and god is faithful he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 15 for we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are. Yet he did not sin. What an awesome God! let us pray father we come to you in the name of jesus and we thank you for this word we thank you mighty god that we have a high priest who is able to empathize with our weaknesses we have jesus christ who was tempted in all areas like as we are but he did not sin so god we come to you we humble ourselves before you and we give you all of the things that we are facing and we pray for the strength to say no to temptation as we say yes to your best for us we give you glory we give you honor we give you praise and lord i want to personally say thank you for 100 episodes via podcast i love you jesus god bless you everyone can we say amen amen
every side. Cast down, but not crushed. Perplexed, but never in despair. So my brother, my sister.